Welcome to this Allie. edition of Road Trippin' with RJ and Allie, Jane. I need more Sally energy. Clifton. I need more yes. energy. We need, we need all that the energy. energy. Let's go, Allie! You suck. Jeez. Allie, do you know where Chitara is from? No. From where? What? From where? Okay. Uh, I'll just let the fans roast you on 80s That's cartoons. That's not fair because no, they no can roast me on roast... everything no. in life. <laughs> yes. It's, I, I, the, yeah. He, he was the change. Like, you know what? I, I don't want to explain. I don't want to explain. <laughs> no. You're supposed to have no. my back, Channing. I have your back. Not throw me under the bus and run me over. <laughs> oh, I just threw you underneath there. I just put that thing in neutral on a hill. That's okay. <laughs> Dead. It's better that way. Dead, I can't. <laughs> uh, you guys are awesome. Uh, it's good to see oh. the both of you. Shall we just dive into uh, the latest with the NBA? I would love to. Um, I just want to dive in it. I <laughs> want to give a little tease. We have an awesome segment coming up. It's called the Road Trippin' Time Machine. That is what this segment is going to be called. And I am telling you, if there's anything that you should stay tuned for in this episode, it is that time. Okay. So put your brain in full motion, road trip and time machine. What would that mean? We have something good coming later in the episode, but first let's talk about some NBA things. Um, The latest, because I know we're all excited and want to know what happens and what will transpire with uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Some things have happened since the last time we chatted. Um, where do you guys stand on the, the latest there? Obviously, since the last time we spoke, um, the, the meeting between Kevin Durant and Nets owner Joe Sy came out, the ultimatum that was given um, uh, per KD, um, saying it's either the GM and head coach or Kevin Durant, to which Joe Sy came out with the tweet saying um, that he supports both Nash and Marks and will make decisions in the best interest of the Brooklyn Nets. Richard, I'll start with you. Your yeah, thoughts and your take. Yeah, thanks. What? I, you know, it just, for me, it's just, I don't understand these things. Because Jay and I, even as what the 30 years of basketball experience we have, this is above our pay grade, even as players, <laughs> right? It's above our pay grade. So, you know, but, and of all the superstars that I've ever played with, Tim Duncan, Jay Kidd, Dirk, all. Like you, you've seen some things happen over the course of the years, but like, I, I just didn't see. I don't see that as a scenario that make that that you know. Why would you give them that ultimatum unless it was like you were trying to be a little bit more aggressive with the trade, right? Like, yeah. hey, come on, let's go here. All right, here, cool. This is how I'll come back. You get rid of them, I'll come back. No, okay, well, we're gonna, you know, I. That's the only thing I can think of is like he he's not trying to make the situation like worse or toxic or anything. I just think that like, you know, he's like, listen, unless you're going to meet these demands, let, let's not play like this is going to be an amicable fix. Let's not say like, hey, I'm just going to come to training camp and we'll see if the uh, the best offer comes in in December. Right. You know, maybe he's trying to expedite that process. I don't know. I just didn't see that as like a real honest that's kind of like one of those fake offers. Like here, I'm just going to give you an offer, knowing damn well that it's it's not realistic. Well, I think for KD, right, and and his, regardless of what you think of KD, like social media wise, he's a smart dude, and mm-hmm. his it is probably his team is like, 
yo, you need to put pressure on the Nets to not take the best deal for themselves, but to get a deal done so that you can go to training camp with whatever new team you're going to go to. Mm-hmm. Right. So there is pre- the only pressure a player of that caliber can put on the team is social media pressure of like, why are you keeping him? We don't want him. Get rid of him. We're not going to wear his jersey. You know, Steve doesn't want him. Now he's he has to <clears throat> because of how good he is. He's starting to understand the Nets are like, who are we going to get back? Like, who are we going to get back? The only pressure he has is to go, you know what? Fuck you and fuck you and get this done because now I don't like you, which really may not be the case, but you got to say that. You got to say something crazy to incite emotion where the owner goes, you know what? If you don't want to get out of here, get out of here. And well, Joe Sy goes, well, I'm going to sit. I'm going to sit yeah. on it because yeah. you're Kevin Durant. I-, I paid you. You owe me what is due on the contract. And I'm gonna do what's best. I, I, you have to play. Which is still you have to play four years, 198 million. Who are you getting like back? Right? Who are you getting back? Let's say, oh, KD pressured you to get a bad deal, and all of a sudden you look like a big dummy because no, he said, but, oh, but I don't like Steve thing. Nash or like this didn't. No way. This didn't improve his trade value. And if you're no. at the Nets, if you're the Nets, this possibly lowered his trade. Not again, when we say lower his trade value, right? It's like maybe instead of, you know, I'm making it, instead of you getting 10 picks and two all stars, you're going to get you know, nine picks. But let's just say it didn't look, it didn't help the Nets from a negotiating standpoint if they're talking to teams, right? And right. I think that that might be the, hey, look, like this can go one way where all of a sudden the value for KD starts to change. Not that much because it's Kevin Durant, but I do think that there could be, you know, there could be. Who knows what the tactics are? This is what this one's going to be. We're we're in August. Who knows? We've seen it in the past, though. Albeit it's not a player necessarily of the caliber of Kevin Durant. But could this be a situation where Kevin Durant is not moved and does not show up show up for training camp? Or if he's not moved, will he still show up for training camp? Mm -hmm. Kevin Durant's a hooper. Yeah. I think he's going to show up. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want that attention. He's going to show up and hoop. Are you going to get emotionally invested, Kevin Durant? Is he going to turn in to other people who just throw a fit because they don't want to be there? I don't think so. You look at Philly. Philly said, okay, get up out of here with Ben Simmons and don't be around the team and wasn't paying him. I think the NBA, Kevin Durant doesn't want to be right after Ben Simmons. When it came to that situation of I want to go, but what's best for the team? What's best for me? Right. There are things you don't want to come after him because then you're going to be the example of how the NBA got a hammer down on that because then it becomes a habit of superstars going, well, if you're not going to trade me, I'm not going to play. Uh, yeah. But, I don't, right. but that's, See, but that's you don't also, want to do that. He's a hooper. Also, He's going to play. But that's the, also the thing that I think like for these teams, it's this fine line, right? Like, yeah. though, like he's under, like, and, and I know, like, a lot of the reporters say this. Well, it's fine. He's under contract for four years, so the Nets have you know plenty of time. And you're like, oh, like it just never goes well when you do that. It is never in history when the player shows up, doesn't show up. It never goes well for either side. 
You force a player to show up that doesn't want to be there, even if he's showing up. I've been on teams where players look like they were playing hard, but they were giving it about 60% effort just because they don't care. Like he's going to be an all-star. He's going to be this. But if he's not locked in, if he's not invested, if he's not doing anything, it just becomes toxic for the entire team. Super toxic. And, and your value of him is not going to go up if the Nets start off 500. KD's averaging 22 points a game, but he's not like really locked in. Right. Or, you know, let's say KD, he's averaging 25. He's averaging 25. I mean, I think, I think, I think if I'm the Nets, right, you got to look at this at a 30,000 view for the future of this team. You were a playoff team before you went and tried to go buy yourself a championship. You didn't buy KD and Kyrie. Don't, don't buy. You got free agents. No, what I'm saying is, Richard, that is what, yes, that is buying a championship. (laughs) Those weren't homegrown guys. It's not Jared Allen. It's not, you know, those young guys that have come there and really started something. They said, hey, we're close. Let's add these guys to do it. Mm -hmm. Right? Then that didn't work out. So how do you rebuild and still have a young playoff team an equal or lesser value than Kyrie Irving and KD? It's hard. And other teams aren't necessarily going, oh, let me get these guys that go three years and out or more like two two years and out on most teams, right? Kyrie has had issues over the last two or three years, whether that's health or other social issues. KD has been great, but when he gets bored or when he doesn't feel like that is the right situation, he's like, all right, I'm out of here. That's hard for somebody to invest in, no matter how good you are. And that's not saying just for KD. I'm saying that's for everyone in the league. It's hard as an owner to go, give me that guy. He's going to win us a chip. It's like, give me that guy until he's bored with our organization or doesn't well, like and, the coach and, and doesn't like the owner. Yeah. Well, and Jane, don't forget about Ben Simmons. They still got Ben Simmons on their roster who ultimately he's an asset that it would be ideal as a you know 25-year-old yeah. player to at least put him in a, in a healthy environment, right? Like bringing, him, bringing you know, Kyrie bringing KD to, the, to places that they might not want, that they don't want to be in that. And now, and now you have to deal with probably a not so healthy environment. And you're also trying to get Ben Simmons back on the court. Like it, that just, you, you, that's, yes. It's a you know, lot of moving no, pieces and yeah, to be rushed by one player to save the body. Right. Sometimes you got to cut off. An yeah, arm. But, but how can you rush that? Like Ben Simmons is an elite defender. And when he is healthy, is an amazing player under tw- I think he's 25 this year, right? I yeah. think so. I could be wrong. Correct me, whatever. I don't Probably something like that, yeah. He, if you put the right pieces around him to develop him and those pieces and those other players who are probably going to be younger, you can have an amazing team, an amazing team that maybe makes a first round, maybe makes a second round, and you can rebuild this culture of what the Nets should be. But if you rush this, and go take whatever because you're uncomfortable by what Kevin Durant says in the media, you're gonna fuck it up uh, for a I, long I, I don't, time. But I, don't, but I don't think that they're I don't think anybody's rushing rushing anything. I no, think no, that's what I'm saying. They, they shouldn't. They that's have what you want them to, to do. try and get Kevin Durant to a space. And maybe they have offers. Maybe they have presented Kevin Durant with like, hey, this is you know, I, I'm making stuff up, but it's you know, maybe the Pelicans, maybe Toronto, whatever it is. It's like, you know. Okay, so but, it's know. August 10th. Training camp opens in about six weeks. As it stands today, who do you think has the advantage here? 
because at the end of the day, nothing's going to happen until the Kevin Durant situation gets resolved, whether he is a Brooklyn net or not. We can talk as much as we want about the potential of Ben Simmons, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you're not getting anything accomplished until you get that situation accomplished. It's, so it's, it's, a, it's a Mexican standoff. Oh, Richard. That's not offensive. That's not that, no 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 Mexican standoff know, is not just, offensive. It's not, it's not offensive. A Mexican standoff is not offensive. So explain. No, they're both screwed. They're I'm, both screwed. They're both screwed. They're both screwed. You're both screwed. Yeah, they're both screwed. Because like the Nets have it, the advantage because they have a player under contract, right? But like that's not like you can't just play. Like, well, you're gonna pull Ben Simmons to Kevin Durant. That's just not. That's not gonna look good for future free agents. Then like the, ten years what? from now, no, because then the NBA is gonna step in. What? The NBA is going to step in if oh. KD doesn't play. Oh, the NBA KD's is going to so step. Dude, the that's NBA is going to get weird. It's going to be yeah, gross. That's what I'm saying. Take the best Nobody offer. Nobody wants that. Take the take the best offer. Maybe tweak. You know, maybe maybe up your thing and say, hey, you know, best and final, and 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 take it. You know, yeah. like because if if you keep going, yeah. it just never goes well for anybody. Player you cannot, or, it's, or I, it would be. It's hard for me to comprehend. That a player of his caliber with four years left on his deal can bully his way or to negotiate his way. He has no leverage. If this was his last year, right? He doesn't have a leverage. He's trying to gain leverage. To him to go, oh, send me here to go win a championship. You can't do that because of the caliber of player you are. You're not a rookie. You're not a... You know, you're not on your last deal. It's not a bad deal. You're on the deal that is of equal value or less of what kind of player you are, which is the greatest compliment ever. So anything you get back, oh, where where does he want to go? Toronto? If I'm the Nets, give me Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam in the next five picks, and that might be fair. (laughs) And so what do you do? You're going to a rebuilding team. Oh, let's go to Miami. Give me Jimmy Butler. Give me a uh, uh, Drake. They, they, they give are. me uh, Rick Ross. Uh, give me, <laughs> sorry, Drake was Toronto. Give me Rick Ross, DJ Khaled, Jimmy yes. Butler, Bam, and all your yachts. Some- <laughs> <laughs> Dead. Okay, so now we know where these guys stand on the Kevin Durant and Brooklyn Nets situation. Let's come out west. Um, a week ago okay. today, LeBron became eligible for a contract extension with the Lakers. Obviously, it can't be any more than two years, given the CBA currently constructed, because Thank he will God. be 38. Was it going to be 50? <laughs> um, having said that, do you think – it sounds like the con- the conversations have gone well so far um, that he's had with the front office. Do you see him ending his career, not signing an extension, et cetera, but ending his career in L.A.? Why are you laughing? Uh, no. No. Uh, like No. I don't. I, look. Here's I believe he has ahead, one Go more ahead. stop. I don't know where. Is it back in Cleveland? No. Is it, that door's is it in Miami? I, I could see I could I could see what? No, 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 I'm not no, I'm not talking about in the next Stop year, it. two, three. I, I I just all I'm saying, all I'm saying Where's Bronny going? That's I, the stop. I have one I believe he has one more possible stop. Ooh, I don't know. If I think not, his it's last, LA or, yeah, it's, it's yeah. That's it's, tough. He's gonna be in LA until Bron is. I cannot imagine my mind Bron being third wheel, right? It's gonna be tough. Okay, so when Bron is second wheel and a half, 
Bron's like, all right, man, thank you. I'm going somewhere for a season, and I and we're gonna make it work. And I think he's going to play the point guard and be grumpy. Right, I'm gonna play point guard. I'm be grumpy and just pass it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna win. They're gonna go to the Eastern Conference Finals, and they might lose to a team who's young. But then he's gonna go out with his curtain call. It's gonna be the greatest last year. Yeah, I think he's gonna go. I think if he knows this is last year. I think he takes less money to go back to Cleveland. I'm assuming. A no, 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 no. Why? Because you did that, Because you went he, back to Cleveland he, and you retired a Cavalier. Oh, listen, he didn't like that. He didn't like it. He didn't like I that. I got the red carpet. He didn't like that. Now he wants a red carpet. No. Mine was first. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. What's wrong with you, bro? Seriously. Um, yeah, no, what, he's trying to deal. The so story franchise like that, Stop dude. It. I, I, uh, so I saw him a few days ago, and and, and um, so yeah, flex, yeah. So I'm up, I'm up, small, whatever. Uh, I was working. <laughs> he goes, uh, he's, oh yeah, I'm up for a contract extension. I'm like, man, you're about to sign that contract extension, and he just started laughing. Like, dude, like these are the things that like he's gonna be, he's gonna sign that extension. And I don't but know, that, but, like, but that like, wasn't the question. Go? We know question? he's going to sign. Where does he, end, where does his he end his career? We know he's going to sign the extension. Yeah, I don't. I say he's got one Dude, more stop. In Cleveland. I said one more. In I don't know Cleveland. where it is. I don't know where it is. Why would he not? When has he done anything ever Think on about script? Cleveland in two years? What? When has he ever done anything on script? When has he ever not done anything on script? Fair. Well, unless unless he's writing the script. <laughs> Fair. What? Could you imagine LeBron's last year in Cleveland? I'm just a kid from Akron. <laughs> His school. <laughs> okay, we need to stop. We have His way school, too much fun doing the this. The city. Dude, I mean, what? It doesn't even matter. I'll say this to his face. He should go back to Cleveland every single game. You know what he might do? He might invest in downtown Cleveland. Stop it. Before he goes back. <laughs> And then celebrate. Yeah, celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so raise you guys basically don't values. think he's going to end his time in LA. Oh, raise the um, oh, Yeah, that's tough. I, I just actually think that it's that's very. Tough. Unless he wins another I one. I just think there's so much up in the air just from the standpoint of Bronny. I think he's very adamant about that and playing alongside. And so I think that might obviously dictate a decision. That's a lot. It is, I, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. So people who are. People who are watching, I never watched Bronny play a high school game. Never oh. I. It's, I, I just haven't. So to go, oh, my son is going to play, he might go to or <laughs> Oklahoma City. Is Bron going to Oklahoma City for a year? I'm like, what? <laughs> Come on, that's a lot of, did, there's like, a lot of variables. They'll take them. They'll, they'll take them. They'll take them. They'll take them. They'll take him right Oklahoma now. City, hey, let me say this. Please say Oklahoma this. City, when it's cracking, <laughs> has one of the best crowds. Like, when their oh, team is good, no. their crowds is uh, and their fans are amazing. Is the it? city, boo-boo <laughs> for the foo-foo, but the, but the crowd is amazing, and Mickey Mantles is the only place to eat. Uh, that and Hooters. <laughs> Hooters. Great wings. Great, great wings. wings. Great wings. <laughs> great wings. <laughs> Great wins. Um, okay, so from LeBron and his decision, we're all over the place, but I really want to get to this new segment. Um, I do want to get your guys' take because two things here. Kuz went on Draymond Green's podcast, and they had great discussions. However, 
I did um, come across the clip of Kuz talking about his involvement, evolvement as a player and what winning the championship and playing alongside of LeBron, a guy like him, uh, can do for you in this league. And I think that that should be clipped and played at every kid's camp and probably in a lot of corporate world, world spaces because it was just such an awesome growth mindset, winning mentality. Shout out to you, Kuz. However, as well, um, there was some chatter um, from Kuz talking about how he believes the Showtime Lakers would fucking, in quote, dominate this era. Probably both. Do you agree or disagree? No, there was great discussion Ooh, about. Obviously, I don't say dominate. I, I agree. Dominate. You agree? I, he said because people, dominate. According to this, he would fucking dominate. Is they would well, fucking you, you dominate. Gotta, but you gotta. But dominate is hard. But, okay, now it's hard to because again, there's the three point era. There's this and this and this and this. I get it. No, I'm not but, saying that, Richard. I'm saying dominate is. I think they would win a lot. The dominate five all stars. I understand. Like, and people sleep on James Worthy. Kareem is the greatest scorer of all time. Uh, Magic Byron Johnson Scott, is Magic one Johnson. or two. Like, bro. Right, okay, you, you did not just say Byron Scott first. Come on, man. Byron Scott may be a fifth to Kareem, Magic, That's what, or no, Ma- but, but Kareem, I'm Magic, no, Worthy. Wait, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. What Thompson. I, I, no, 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 no. We're, we're not disputing that. I'm saying the fact that, like, okay, okay, we go okay. by position. You were going like true, position, true, true, so you true, were like true. you were like James Worthy. Then you went Kareem. We already know Magic. Right. And then you look at their you know, Byron Scott average eighteen, average twenty, and was a two guard. Was like a prototypical NBA two guard. Defended and shot true, threes. True, true, if true. you throw Byron nice. Scott to shoot twenty threes a game, that motherfucker would have been firing them bad boys. Trust me, I know him. Then you got Coop true. that who was like the prototypical defender. I'm not saying that they would like, but like they had like, you know. Three Hall of Famers. In ten, if, three Hall of Famers. In five years, and, and, how and, many chips do they have? Do they make? In what? In five years, in five, if you were to give them five years, let's go. Let's use they this. Stay healthy. 2013, 2013 to 2018. Let's look at this teams. I'd give them three. I'd give them three. Are they beating? Okay. So I think the only two that they don't beat are, are the are the are they meeting Miami? The two years, the two years with uh, the two years Miami, with Miami uh, Spurs, Kevin Durant, the Warriors teams with Kevin okay. Durant. So are they beating the Miami? Are they beating Miami? Those are the only two teams that I don't think that they would have beaten. And they're not beating the Spurs. I think they're beating the Spurs. Okay, and they're you think they're beating Golden State in fifteen? Yes. Okay, Cavs okay. in sixteen. Are they beating us in sixteen? I, I would. I, I'm going to concede to Magic Johnson and like that that entire James Worthy and and okay. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes, I will respectfully concede. And I'm going to skip Golden and State in sixteen. No, uh, no, seventeen and eighteen. I, I'm going to give it to those teams. <laughs> I'm going to give it to those teams. <laughs> yeah, those teams. yeah there, there's <laughs> only one team I might say. Like respectfully. No, no, no. So you think seventeen, eighteen? Oh no, no, no. Because I didn't ask you about the. They're just, you think they're just, the best they're team? Not, I'm going to say enough. this. You don't take, have enough defensive firepower for those boys. There's that's the greatest team, fi- offensive team. I'm gonna say it's the greatest offensive versatility. I'll say <laughs> this: that is the most versatile championship team in the history of the NBA, both offensively and Richard, defensively. Shaq and Kobe, and I would say that is one a 
The I know, but yeah. here's what I'm saying to you. You would just, they double, t- okay. Chan's you would try up. to double team Shaq. I'm not getting fired up. I just don't, I, if you were to look at like how the game is played today, throw it to Shaq every single time. Kevin Durant, okay, score. And then guess what? You, who's he guarding on the other end? Yeah, no, I he can't, he's not. Out. He's not moving like that. But but, but my point so is, you're going to give. Shack. He would we're have to score Shack. sixty. I, I in I prime Shack. He has to score sixty. I, I I still the prime Shack. Okay. I want to just. I want to see that matchup. I want to see that matchup. So you're saying Shaq, 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 Kobe, Shaq, Kobe, Lakers. <laughs> Ooh, your chest And then the 2017 Warriors. Shaq and Kobe. What do you say? You're saying the Shaq, Kobe, Lakers, and the 17 Warriors. That's yes, like a then, one like, A one even, B. Even I just want I just want because Shaq was so dominant and. They they both right. they forced you to play a way that you you didn't might you didn't like Golden State had too much firepower so you couldn't go small enough you could you could even if you went five smalls they're like their their fifth small was a seven foot oh, they're two, two guard, guard a seven one two guard stop, right stop it's like it. and then you, you had Clay and Steph six, right seven there. and above except and for yeah, whipping it around like no that was a nightmare this is a um this is and a you forget more about Laker. guys like David West that were on that team. Right, this is you a know, more like, Laker discussion. Yeah, yeah, just, just seven-time All-Star. More David Laker West. discussion, Coming but in bench. relation to kind of Shaq. You guys saw that clip that came out, and it's basically uh, Kareem, Wilt, Magic, Shaq, Kobe, LeBron. So that's six. And it's a Laker discussion. Okay. And Shaq said, I would probably have to remove myself as a starting five from this. Do you agree with that? No. No, he's he's uh, oh no. like we're, we're removing himself like and keeping Braun when it comes to like your starting five. Oh, like he would take him no. st- himself we- off that list. Wait, 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 I cannot take anybody off in the history of any list. Wait, 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 wait. Who is, is he the talking about a starting? Is he talking about like, trying to play a game? Is he talking about like position yeah. trying to play the game? Yeah, because then you would. Have, yeah, if you're talking about by position, if you, I thought you were talking about like it, Mount Rushmore, like, like top five. Here's the thing. Eliminate one Laker from the team. Who do you choose? And it's Kareem, Wilt, Magic, Shaq, Kobe, Braun. And Shaq said, I might have to kick myself Wilt. off this list right here. He's just being nice. I would go Braun. I, was... I would go Braun. Ooh, I don't know about that. And no offense to Wilt. No offense to Wilt. You cannot kick somebody off of a list when everyone unanimously, 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 unanimously agrees that he is the most dominant player ever to play the game of basketball. When you are one in the history of 75 years of being the most dominant player, you have to be, whatever list you're on, burger eating contest, Shaq. Hot dog eating contest, Shaq. Biggest shoes, Shaq. Coolest guy, Shaq. He has to be on the list. He has He's to be on nice. any list, but, and, and this, and I say this with with. Stop it! I say this with. Stop it! We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, talk, we're, gonna we're gonna talk basketball. We're gonna talk basketball here, right? LeBron James has not done enough as a Laker to be on that list. Now, Wilt oh. might be the one okay. person because mm-hmm. again, I, I feel like Wilt's only won one championship or two, and a lot of them were Game Seven losses to Bill Russell and the Celtics. Right? I get it, but I just want to say like Bron's been there now. This is his fourth season. Right, yeah. they've been there four seasons, be, two years. They haven't five. made fit, the start in the fifth. 
Two years they haven't made the postseason. One year they lost in the first round, and one year they won a championship. But if you take that one championship, and not that you take it out, but if you look at there hasn't been a consistent level of greatness, right? You can win a championship. That's great. But part of LeBron James being famous for being LeBron James, part of the Laker organization is consistent greatness. Not like, oh, one year you're trash, next year you're great. No, no, it's like, are you consistently those dudes? And it just hasn't intersected. So I wouldn't put him above above, above Will. Not yet. Obviously, his story is still yet. It makes a good written. point. I was looking more at the body of work, the total body of work. Of career. If you're just looking at Laker, I it would have Laker. to be. I was just looking at Laker. As a Laker, Braun, not even in that discussion. We're Smush Parker. <laughs> yeah, we're Smush Parker. I was like, Jack's won three, three finals in MVPs. I think he needs to be on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop. I thought it was total body of work. Anyways, yeah. I was wrong. I no, digress. I just get mad when people, people don't include Shaq in the conversation of like, whether it's Tim Duncan, who's unanimously the greatest power forward of all time, or... Jordan, who is the greatest competitor of all time, or Braun, who is the greatest all-around player of all time, or Kareem, who is the greatest center of all time. Like, you you have to put them on their Mount Rushmore. It's hard to be one for that long in this league and to be unanimously respected like that. Like, st- there's no one person, right? There, there, there cannot be one person who is just the greatest, that's so disrespectful. It like bothers me. Everyone loves this conversation, but stop it because all your 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 the things that you judge it by is never the same. Oh, is it rings? Well, then should, is it Bill? Oh, is it like points? Is it Kareem? Right? Because Kareem statistically or is the Bronx, greatest yeah. player. Right, Bron. What? How many ones? When you look at one of everything, or top ten of everything, top three oh. of everything every statistical category and you're talking about bro assists rebounds steal like what games played points played like anyway don't even go on a tangent too late too late late. late. your your energy is at a 10 and it's freaking phenomenal so kudos to you congrats um having said that you should add hype man to your resume because you're you're pretty good at it um guys here we go guys we're going to Dive into our new segment, but first, I do want to give a shout out to our friends and partners over at um, Athletic Greens. Can I just please let everyone know that I just picked up two new subscribers to AG1 this week? Um, There you go, my mom and dad. They uh, asked me to send them a bag, and I said, No, you have to subscribe. It's called athleticgreens.com backslash roadtripping. You can get your code there. Channing, I'm gonna need you to focus. Yes. Did you hear that? I'm gonna need you to focus. Oh crap! Sorry. With that said, uh, are you guys still saying. taking your athletic greens every single day? Oh, what? What is the only thing that's keeping me alive oh. these last few days? Right. Um, one alive. scoop, eight ounces of water, all the vitamins and minerals, 75 plus that you could imagine. We love it. Our big supporters of it. Um, so again, uh, athleticgreens.com backslash road trip in. Uh, head over there and get your daily dose of clarity, energy all the love and nutrients that your body deserves now. Okay. Having said that. Hold on. Can we just. (laughs) (laughs) We should clip that every time. (laughs) Oh, to this new segment. Yes. 
Okay, yes. you guys. <laughs> I just wanna die. I need you. To, I need you to fo- to focus. People are oftentimes are like, "Why is that girl on that show? What does she do? What's her role?" This is Stop what it. I do. I keep the both of you in line, and I'm telling you right now that yes, I need she, your 100 percent focus and attention. Entire operation. Because everyone. here is our new she segment called the Road Trippin' Time Machine. This is kudos Ooh. to Channing, a Did new segment see? that we're gonna have on the episode weekly. We just put out on social media, we wanted your thoughts on your favorite episode or even moments over the years. By the way, we have eclipsed 200 episodes, if you will. Damn. So there is a big catalog. And it's been fun for me because we pulled some of your favorites. Uh, We're going to pick an episode each week, and we're going to give you a taste of what that episode was. For our new listeners and viewers, you get kind of a sense of what our beginning days were like because it was audio only. Um, and this first one in the road trip and time machine, we're going to go back to episode 18 and our guest was Tim Duncan. We're going to give you a little glimpse into what episode and what that sounded like. We're going to start with this clip. You guys ready? Yes. (laughs) I was like, you know, just, you know, I I really enjoyed my time in San Antonio. I think San Antonio enjoyed their time with me. Uh, We did. did. But uh, now that uh, we are open and we can talk about it, like, who do you think Pop likes more, Donald Trump or me? (laughs) Be honest. I I want your honest opinion. Because you used to think, you're like, dude, I don't know what you have on this man. I swear it must be negative. (laughs) It's got to be something. So you got something here. How are you still here? I was like, Tim, I don't think anybody wants me right now. (laughs) True. Really, Channing? Nobody. I'll say say Trump just because you've been gone for a while. So he's he's kind of. Yeah, you're kind of. Forgotten at some okay, point. Okay, good, so, good. Yeah. I, I wanna, I wanna slide under the radar. Yeah, there you, you go. Yeah, that's kind of after your first two years uh-huh. here. I think that's what you tried to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, not even four minutes. Let me give you a little context. That's Back so to episode funny. eighteen. Not even four minutes into the episode, and Richard wants to ask Tim Duncan, uh, who Pop hates more, Donald Trump or Richard? <laughs> to which. Tim said probably Donald Trump, but it's only because you had been gone so long. This was back in 2017, Richard. Yeah. Oh, I think I think the the scales have definitely <laughs> tilted one way. Uh, no, that's I think that's why that episode is everyone's favorite because like we were the first ones to really show Tim in that light as just he's a big fuck around kid, right? And all he wants to do is crack jokes and just like have fun. But that yeah, and everyone knows he's got a great sense of humor. But that was he. He really, he really kind of let loose on that one, and we were, I was crying that whole. At the end, though, remember we had to get off the plane. We got off the. This was people don't understand when we were. This was in our early days. We literally because we like I was like we can't be late because like Tim, if we're like one minute late, like Tim will not show up and just not return a call, and so we had to have a plane or a, a car meet us at the at the airport on the tarmac off get off. Or at the tarmac, the team bus went one way, we went another way. Everybody was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And like, we went straight to the facility. It was like, dude, we were grinding to get those early episodes. At the at the end of it, he was like, and I don't know why I'm talking into the mic that doesn't fucking work. Uh, it's very frustrating. Um, no, no. At the end of it, he was like, "Wait, we can drink wine on this?" He was like, "I would have had you over to my house," and I'm like. What in the hell? We're like, God, we're in some, we're in this like lunch area eating like we're like banana, uh, banana bread next to us. 
on a little circular bar table, practice facility, some bullshit practice facility with a pool and a big hill that looks We aren't done yet because awful. if that yeah. doesn't entice you to want to go back and listen to the episode, I have one more for you. However, let's please remind them that when we show up to the Spurs facility, Tim Duncan was on a crotch rocket right in front of us. Indiana Jones. <laughs> He had a BMW bike from the Temple of Doom. <laughs> okay. Here is your next clip that I would love for you guys to Tim, listen to. Come back on. Tim, come back on and defend yourself, Tim. He's not listening to this fucking shit. He's not listening Here you go. to us. Are you ready? Are you kidding? He practiced in Taekwondo. Not yet. All right. I was in the middle of my joke. Okay, now I'm ready. You're drunk. Okay. Not yet, not yet. There you I'm go. close. Got a nice. Dress. I played the original Warcraft, which I really liked, but I never got into the World of Warcraft. That to me, just I don't know. It just screamed virgin. What, 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 what was your name again? Uh, Dookie Drolls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and so like my guy was a torrent hunter, right? And so that you're, I had this. You keep looking at me and directing this to me. I, I want to see no, level, I have no nerd. idea what you're talking about. So then about. I had this pet. You can have a pet, right? So <laughs> And my pet snake's name was like, uh, oh, I can't tell you the pet snake. Yes, you can. Yeah, tell yeah, us, yeah. tell us, tell uh, us. Dick Puncher. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. Oh, man. So I would yell, like, you could talk on there. I'm like, get him, Dick Puncher. And like, you said, <laughs> I'm so glad you guys were laughing as hard as I used to laugh, just yelling at me. You're like, get a dick puncher. Oh. Like, this thing out of nowhere just starts the, coming. The it's only so thing I remember is you crying, Dude, laughing at so me. Leroy oh. Jenkins. The amount of time for him to, oh, okay, to even good. get to that level yeah. is four or five legit serious hours of like, eight to ten people talking of like okay this is what we're gonna do this is your job and then for this guy to go in there and it just fuck their lives up uh. is like so funny <laughs> so funny <laughs> i think the best part is like for Dude. someone to sit down with us for 50 minutes Tim Duncan, who even on this episode was talking about how he used to go stand in front of your locker, Richard, after games, count to 10, and if the media weren't there. For a guy that never wanted to, like, laughing hysterically, and you two used to play video games together, Channing. Uh, Tim Duncan is my all-time, 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 like, that. he's that guy to me. So he's the reason why I played the way I did in college, blah, 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 kind of my... Well, early in my career, then are, are I realized you, are you I fanboying right now. Are you fanboying right now? That's kind of cool. like a fanboy. He's not I, listening. Okay, okay <laughs> fair. I've been told this. No, I, Dude, Tim, Tim Duncan is my guy. Shit. Okay, okay. But uh, so when we got to do that interview, or when Malik Rose was telling me about him, and Malik Rose and I were on the Knicks, and Malik is like, "This is not really how it is. We don't lose this much on most teams. <laughs> it's not this much bullshit." And then when Tim Duncan started getting on, I was like, hey, Tim. And then David Robinson got on, too. Man, who didn't have the David Robinson poster where he dumped it with two hands where he was absolutely shredded? Yeah, Mr. Robinson's my dad would be like, yo. Yes. He was like, yo, you need to do more push-ups. I was like, Dan, are you fucking joking? I can't look like that. <laughs> you, My man was in the Navy. He'd do a real, real workout. Yeah. Right? So anyways, 
<laughs> to be able to connect him on that level, right? To connect him on that level was what, like mind blowing to me. Uh, but for everyone that why I named that little snake Dick uh, Nut Puncher was because in the game, Dick Puncher, Nut Puncher, all the same, they died and then I had to rename them. Right? <laughs> because the animation of the snake was only half the size of the person. So when it went and like actually like went to the person, it was right at their crotch. So I was like, get him, Dick Puncher. And it would go, and then like, what is wrong with you, bro? Dude, it was so funny for like a month. And then I had to change names because then it was like, oh, just go. If you have to do it, Dick Puncher. Do you remember what was Tim's name? Oh shit! No, uh, I, I don't remember them now. Like I know, bad. Like War Andre Karolinko was sick, dude. Dude, he was uh, David so Robinson many was hours. Sick. Like I know oh. the kids were on the Fortnite and Call of Duty. This was one of the first things mm. that like whole teams had. Like as soon as they would get on the plane, it would just be laptops open, right, and just playing Warcraft. I just never got crazy. into crazy. Never got into it. Crazy. I mean, hours. I mean, I remember we were playing Utah. I was hurt. It was 3.34 in the morning. I'm playing against, with, I'm doing a dungeon with Andre Kirilenko. I'm like, don't you got to play tomorrow? He was like, yep, and we're going to beat y'all, but that's all right. And I'm like, okay, let's finish this dungeon. Then you can go beat us, whatever. I don't give a shit. But, dude, it was just like a wild phenomenon. And then even to this day, uh, anytime I see uh, David Robinson, he's like, yo, what's up? Yes. I'm like, yeah, David Robinson again. It was like so nice. One of the most under-talked about all-time players of all time. Nobody talks about how good David Robinson is, that dude. which is crazy. That dude. That dude. Yeah. That dude. Imagine a buff-ass Chris Bosh. I lost some of A buff buttons. mean. It was, it was fun. Yeah. All right, yeah. well, oh, that'll gosh. do it for this week's uh, road trip, road tripping time machine. Ooh. That was fun. Um, so go back and check out if you mm -hmm. haven't already. Tim Duncan, it's a popular episode, episode eighteen. You guys also talked. There was a question in there, Channing, where you said, "I have a serious question for you, Tim. When did you stop caring about the dress code?" And he started laughing. He said, "I actually think the proper question is <laughs> when did I start caring about the dress code?" And you guys went to town on it. It was awesome. He was wonderful. <laughs> You saw the man belts he wore when he got his MVP <laughs> trophy. Trash. That boy had them Jamaican sandals on. What do you know? With the big jorts. I'll never forget that. I said. He said, I'm an island boy. That's what he said <laughs> in that episode. Nonetheless. I'm uh, an island boy. Maybe he'll come um, on and join uh, us for another edition of Road Trippin'. Um, I'm going to close out with this for you oh, guys. Um, did you guys see the Buffalo Bills backup quarterback, Case Keenum? went undercover at training oh, yes. camp. Did you see that? Yes. That was Obviously dressing hilarious. up like a fan, seeing how many of his teammates he could track. That was funny. I want to know what's the best <laughs> teammate prank you guys have ever heard about or saw in the NBA. Ooh. Ooh. A lot of them are not very PC anymore. I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> a lot of them are... are <laughs> A lot of them are hearsay. And a lot of them, shockingly, come from Gilbert before I was there. Yeah. Look, let me just say, the pranks used to be quite far more aggressive and elaborate before there was social media. 
and pictures and oh. videos. Now you realize, like, yeah, you've all seen Winning Time. <laughs> Just keep it to yourself. <laughs> Do, I mean, so I know a story, and Richard, stop me here. So one story is somebody would uh, get their somebody else's cards, right? Their key cards before they they got to. So as you walk out of the bus, you get your card. This person will steal your card or just take one card out of your card, run up to your room and either go hide underneath your bed or go rush in your room and take all the lights out of your room. <laughs> so it's like, you know, X in the day. <laughs> or he would keep that card to when he knew you were going downstairs and then fill your bathtub with tea bags and coffee so that you could not sleep because of the smell of coffee and tea bags in your room, or he would take the batteries out your remote can I, or just plain out I, fuck with you. Can I? Okay, yeah. so the three of us know. I've but heard for people that don't understand. When you first get to the hotel, obviously there's like three busloads of people that are coming. So typically they have like a hotel attendant and they'll have like this big table and all of the cards are, are everyone's like envelopes. There's envelopes with everyone's name on them. Got your key card, your Wi-Fi information, but it's like a huge table. For months, for months, as I would like be one of the first ones off the bus and I would grab Harrison Barnes's card every single time. I would just grab his envelope and just go. So every time he would get there, his envelope wouldn't be there. He would have to go to the front desk. Oh, he'd have to go to the front. Such an asshole. <laughs> he'd have to go to the front, and he never knew who. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know how frustrating that is. You know how tired and, and, you and are. You're so tired, oh. and it was just like a rookie hazing because it had been done to me. But you don't make it elaborate. You just walk up, you take the card, and you keep pushing. And then like you'll be at the elevator, and you're looking back at him, looking around, and just I feel so HB. I'm sorry. I just had to get this off my chest. So wait, so did he fun. ever know it was you? It's one of the best. No, he found out months later. It was like if he found out a while later. Oh my god, that was me. Oh, that's, that's a good. That's a good one. And you just look. You just every time, real quietly, just just take just take it. But sometimes the team staff, the team staff, because the players will start yelling at the team staff, like, dude, somebody's <laughs> fucking with you, man. Like it's there. <laughs> that's actually smart. Dude, I, I'm only laughing because I'm so angry already in my heart. Imagine playing a back-to-back -back and you're going to a city at 2, 3 a.m. And you're just like, oh, let me get in this bed. And you're like, where the fuck is my like, key card? Like, you know, like in you Florida, go to the front desk. You know, like in Florida, you, we land, you land at that like resort in Orlando where it's like the bus is landing oh. at that long walk. The front desk is on the other side of the parking with regular people who want to talk your ear off about the uh, game, do it is I no. Felt oh, I felt no, that after a while, and I stopped because it was just like, but it was just like some, it was, again. It was just some rookie hazing. But I want to say that is some high level, like mental fuckery. Like, oh, that'll fuck mm -hmm. with a person. Oh, that'll that'll mess with a person. Like getting to your and like you you know it'll be like one road trip, come back next road trip be like two so it's not like it's like always consistent right it was just like i just kept getting them over and over again and he just couldn't figure out what the i fuck know this is crazy on. but, but was, speaking oh. of pranks i'm waiting for the opportunity to do so my parents have taught me really well 
their friend group is like 62 to like 74 age range. And there's like eight of them that run around Vanderbilt, Ohio uh, as friends, but they will literally go into one another's homes and they will stick hot dogs and peanut butter. They will take the labels off of soup cans. They will, um, (laughs) I thought the hot dog and peanut butter was about to get weird. I was like, uh, we talking about food, Hey, we talking about food, right? We talking about food? food? Sick. You guys always take it to the... Damn, bad word. Y'all nasty. Y'all take it to the nth degree. I think you guys... That's what... That's what Channing likes to call it hot dogs and peanut butter. They call it they call it date night in Channing's house. Okay, I was going to say Channing, incorporate that in your incorporate in that your that in your friend group and see what happens. When you play pranks on each other. And listen, no, no, no. Ain't no pirates up in here. Like it keeps things interesting. (laughs) All right. You guys are amazing. Yeah, keep it interesting. She didn't get it. She didn't get it. She didn't get it. Uh uh, Why does everything have to be with the booty? Yeah, keep oh, like, come on. You no said, you said, You're talking about hot dogs, dogs and, and peanut, butter. peanut butter. Come on, Allie. Do you guys ever think that I just I just play this game doing? to get the rise out of you? No. 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. And on that note, that'll do it for this edition of Road Trippin'.